You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? We sure have. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, streaming now. Hello, I'm Teresa McKee, your host for A Mindful Moment. Thank you for joining me as we explore ways to increase mindfulness in our day-to-day experiences. Mindfulness is presence, awareness. It's paying attention to what's happening within us and around us. Mindfulness increases our emotional, physical, and mental well-being. It can also enhance our focus and productivity And there are many health benefits from practicing mindfulness and meditation, from lowering blood pressure to increased longevity. Perhaps most importantly in today's chaotic world, mindfulness strengthens our ability to be more compassionate to ourselves as well as others. I've been thinking a lot about disconnection lately as I've observed people's behavior. From my noisy neighbors, to smash-and-grab robberies, to shootings on the streets, that word keeps popping into my head. People have become disconnected from their societies, but they also seem to have become disconnected from themselves. On a global scale, we definitely suffered disconnection through the first two years of the pandemic. And that's important because of the significance connection plays in our well-being. Our social connections foster the sense of security needed for self-regulation and confidence, strengthening our ability to withstand whatever challenges and setbacks we encounter. Positive relationships foster happiness, love, and confidence in the face of obstacles, which in turn drives upward emotional spirals, broadening and building our cognitive, psychological, and physical flexibility and resourcefulness. While mani-pedis and bubble baths are certainly good forms of self-care, they are short-term sources of stress reduction and happiness. There are more grounded forms of self-care that reflect our whole range of needs. When we practice these, we're able to get in touch with our inner sense of well-being and cultivate true self-compassion. This can be as simple as reconnecting with someone you care about taking time to release tension with a body scan practice, or sitting outside while tuning in to the calming sounds of nature. One of the greatest but most often overlooked benefits of a daily mindfulness practice is not the possibility of changing who we are, but instead reconnecting to the deepest sense of who we really are. This allows us to remember that we are not merely what we believe we are to be when caught up in anxiety, beliefs, and negative thoughts. 
With everything that's happening in the world these days, it's easy to forget that we are not our thoughts. So take some time to reconnect with yourself if you've become disconnected. One of the gifts of mindfulness meditation is that checking in with ourselves will nurture our capacity to enjoy fulfilling relationships with others, too. We are in a moment of collective change, and while definitely challenging, it can unify and connect us with others in ways that we were not connected before. Maintaining and building on this connection can, in turn, build our resiliency and help us thrive, even in the most uncertain of circumstances. Even when we have challenges in relationships, expressing appreciation for others tends to make us feel more connected and loving towards them. Connection to others is at the heart of resilience. This might be a good time to consider whether or not you are connecting to your community. While wellness includes our mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health, social health is also important and is what has been significantly impacted during the last two years. Maybe your self-care could include texting or calling a friend or relative who you haven't caught up with in a while. Mindfulness teacher and author Shelley Tigielski says, Accepting and relying on the help of others builds a sense of accountability to your community, inspiring you to be the best version of yourself. Show loved ones that you care by really listening. Deep, mindful listening involves paying attention to the person who you're speaking to without judgment while remaining curious and caring about what they're saying. Try listening with your heart as well as your ears. Widen your circle of care to encompass more people. Practice the loving-kindness meditation to help expand your compassion to include more of the people in your life and even to those you'll never meet. Another domain of life we've disconnected from is nature, and the impact of that is pretty fascinating, because through our disconnection, we're helping the climate crisis worsen. A recent research report entitled Reconnection, Meeting the Climate Crisis Inside Out, focuses on the relevance of mindfulness and compassion practices in addressing the pervasive disconnection from self, others, and nature as the root of the climate crisis. The researchers point out that the lack of conscious connection with ourselves, with others, and with the world we share has to be addressed if we want to develop practical solutions to climate change. The report states in part, while the consequences of our actions wreak havoc with an interconnected and increasingly fragile ecosystem, we continue to think and behave as if we are independent and in competition with others to meet our needs. The same shared mindset of separateness that drives social alienation and exploitative human behaviors throughout society also inhibits sustainability responses at all levels. Meanwhile, the mental health impacts of the climate crisis drive unsustainable behavior and impede positive action, contributing to a vicious cycle between mind and climate. I see a microcosm of this every day on my early morning walks. We're under water restrictions in L.A. and only allowed to water lawns and plants two days a week with assigned days according to address numbers. I walk past two or three houses that already have dead lawns 
and then there's a thriving emerald green yard, clearly getting more than enough water as evidenced by the stream of water running down the curbside. Two or three more dead lawns and another Garden of Eden. I wonder every time what the homeowners are thinking. Even if they don't watch the news or read their water bill insert, do they not notice everyone else's lawns dying? Or are they so disconnected from their community and nature that they don't see any reason to cut back themselves? And that's the heart of the issue. If we don't recognize that we are all connected, which we surely should by now having experienced the pandemic, we become self-absorbed through disconnection and continue to operate as if we have every right to harm others and the environment. It's mindless, but it can be corrected through both mindfulness and compassion practices. I heard an interview last week where Trevor Noah was describing how he first encountered real anger when he came to the United States. He was raised in apartheid South Africa and was of mixed race, meaning he had to spend most of his childhood in partial hiding to avoid being taken away from his family. And the first time he felt real anger was when he came to the U.S.? That again returned my attention to disconnection. We have so much hatred and violence in this country, which of course makes me very sad, but I also remain persistently curious as well. Hatred is a reaction to fear. Why are so many people here afraid of others who are different from them? Of course, this isn't unique to the U.S., but the point is, it has to start with feeling no connection to people who differ in skin color, religion, sexual orientation, gender identity, political affiliation, and probably even dietary preferences. Watching the January 6th hearings over the past two weeks just reinforced this for me. Angry people connected to other angry people, but became disconnected from their fellow citizens as well as their country and what it stands for. Hearing some of the attackers say later that they regretted it or that they wished they hadn't done it was a hopeful sign, but I'm afraid we've reached somewhat dangerous territory in our history now as a country. There is still a lot of angry, hateful behavior out there, and it really all points to drastic disconnection. The hardest work of all is ahead of us, which is to find compassion for each other, to begin to heal these disconnections, and to restore a sense of unity through the power of connection. Mindfulness encourages us to bring open awareness to what is happening within us and around us. It helps us to shift our perspectives to connect with a wider range of possibilities and understanding. With all of the problems we're facing as a species at this point, it seems like a good time to focus on reconnection with yourself, with others, and with the environment. Go ahead and get the mani-pedi, and by all means, soak in a luxurious bubble bath. But don't forget that the most effective method of self-care and in achieving reconnection is through a regular practice of mindfulness and meditation. Until next time, I encourage you to meditate daily and be mindful in all of your everyday activities. Simply bring your full awareness to the present moment to build your mindfulness skills, paying attention to every detail of what you're doing. 
from washing dishes to work tasks to taking a walk. Your mind will wander, and that's normal. Each time you notice it has wandered, that's mindfulness. Consider how wonderful the world could be if everyone was mindful. You can help make that happen. It all starts with a mindful moment. Please subscribe to A Mindful Moment. And if you'd like to support us, we would deeply appreciate you visiting patreon.com slash a mindful moment. Follow us on social media at a mindful moment podcast. Visit our website, amindfulmoment.com to access podcasts, scripts, and book recommendations. A Mindful Moment is written by Teresa McKee. The English version is hosted by Teresa McKee, and the Spanish version is translated and hosted by Paola Tile. Post-production and talent booking, Melissa Sims. Intro music, Retreat, by Jason Farnham. Outro music, Morning Stroll, by Josh Kirsch, MediaWrite Productions. Thank you for tuning in. This podcast is produced by Work to Live Productions.